Hi, everyone. My name is Yosef Siegel, and welcome to this week's edition of the Amen Torah Podcast. This week's Parsha is Parsha Sisro, and let's get started. So Parsha Sisro contains uh, the most important event in the history of the world, Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah to B'nai Israel, a gift so important without the B'nai Israel accepting the Torah. Chazal teach us that the purpose of creation would have been unfulfilled and the world would have had to be destroyed because there would have been no reason to have the world around if there was no Torah. So with that in mind, <laughs> you can have a better perspective perhaps on just how important the actual giving of the Torah was uh, and the accepting of the Torah as well. Um, I saw this year the Aserasa Dibros appear in Perik Chaf in Sefer Shmos. So starting closer to the end of Parsha Sisera, which in the, it's not a long Parsha in the first place, um, but the Perik before it, Perik Yudtes, is a very interesting Perik. It pretty much consists of a back and forth between Hashem, Moshe, and the Bnei Israel, with Hashem uh, giving Moshe instructions to give over to the Bnei Israel, uh, Moshe giving over that message, and Bnei Israel responding to the instructions, not not in a negotiation, but just like, okay, this is what Hashem says, so this is how we're going to do it, and then basically everyone, basically the three parties all preparing for Matan Torah together. And if you read it very closely. Um, it gets very confusing at times. Uh, Moshe going up and down the mountain constantly, um, giving messages over to the Bnei Israel, to Hashem, back and forth, and sometimes there doesn't appear to be any message to give. And really, you could go through the entire uh, parak and really have to struggle to figure it out. I'm but anyway, one of Hashem's main directives to Moshe was that he should tell Bnei Israel that at the time of Matan Torah, no one should come close to Har Sinai. That Har Sinai is off limits. It has a certain level of kedusha which uh, the Bnei Israel cannot match, regardless of their uh, elevated level that they uh, get themselves to before Matan Torah begins. But still, no one should come close to Har Sinai. And the first time he mentions this to Moshe is in Pasuk Yudbeis in Perak And then he follows it up and says it again in Pasuk Chafalaf. And then actually in Pasuk Chafdalid, he says it a third time. But after hearing it for the second time in Pasuk Chafalaf, Moshe responds to Hashem in a way that any normal person would. Um, it says in Pasuk Chafgimel, Vayomer Moshe al Hashem, the nation cannot go up to Sinai because you you warned us, saying, set boundaries for the mountain and sanctify it. So it appears that Moshe is saying to Hashem, you've told us this already. You told me this a few seconds ago, that B'nai Israel shouldn't touch the mountain, and everyone knows about it. So the problem with that, though, is obvious. You know, It's one thing to tell your friend after he keeps telling you something, okay, I heard you, I heard you, man, it's okay, I got it. But it's another thing when you're dealing with Hashem. Obviously, Hashem knows that he warned the people already, and he probably has a very good reason for telling you to tell them again. So why doesn't Moshe just assume that Hashem has a good reason? What is he trying to uh, pull over here by asking Hashem, what's going on? You already told me this. So I found two answers to this question. The first answer to this question is great because it really gives a good example of how the Torah teaches us life lessons. Because there are really two aspects to the Torah. Or there's many aspects to the Torah, but in terms of this, there's two aspects. So first of all, the Torah tells us mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are commandments of actions that Hashem 
tells us either to do or not to do. That's what mitzvahs are. But if you think about it, there are so many aspects of your life where Hashem does not have any commandments for that. The Torah does not tell us in every aspect of our life how exactly to act in at different times. And instead of giving us commands for it, we see from the different stories in the Torah how to live life. How are we supposed to act when we don't have a commandment to act in a certain way? And this is an example over here. The Torah is showing us, and Rashi actually speaks this out, um, combination between Pesach of Gimel, but mostly in Pesach of Dalet, is that when you have a big task prepared for an individual or a big event, something very important, if there is a certain uh, important detail or a restriction that is important for him to know, the first thing you do is warn him about it well in advance. But then you can't just rely on that one instance. Right before the task begins, you have to follow it up with another warning. So Hashem did that. In Pasuk Yud Beis, it's a little bit before, it's a few days before Matan Torah, and he tells Moshe, you have to prepare the Bnei Israel, uh, that Matan Torah is going to come. And one of the things they have to know about Matan Torah, this is very important, is that they shouldn't get near the mountain. And then when we get to Pasuk Havalef, it's right before Matan Torah, and Hashem is following it up with another warning, the warning that happens right before the task is about to begin. And explains the Gor Aryeh, the reason why Moshe responds to Hashem and says, why do you need to tell me this now, is because he had no idea that Matan Torah was about to happen. He did not know that this was the warning right before Matan Torah was supposed to start. He thought it was going to be, I guess, a little bit longer before Matan Torah. And therefore he's confused why Hashem would need him to remind the Bnei Yisrael to right now, not to touch the mountain. And that's why immediately afterwards, in Pasuk of Dalet, Hashem tells him, no, 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 lech reid, v'lisa ata v'aron imach, go down and come back up with Aaron with you because Matan Torah is going to start right now. Right, looking it up in the Gorari again, Moshe thought that the second warning would come right before Hashem started speaking in the Asar Sadibros. He did not realize it would happen a little bit beforehand. And Hashem's telling him that I'm going to start speaking the Asar Sadibros right now. This is the time. So, time to get going. Please go tell B'nai Israel to do this and come straight back up and let's get started. A second answer is something I found um, in the Rush. Uh, he says that Moshe had. As we know, in Pasuk Yibes, Moshe had been given this directive to make sure that the Bnei Yisrael do not come close to the mountain. And he was confident that between him and Aaron and the other prominent members of the nation, together they could enforce this. So when Hashem comes back to him and says, I need you to be careful, I need you to make sure that none of the Jews touch the mountain, he's like, why, why is this necessary? You know, I'm going to be there. You can trust me. I'm going to be able to take care of this. And Hashem surprises him with the answer. Hashem says, no, 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 no. I need to tell you because you need to go tell them and you're not going to be down there with them. Lech raid, you're going to go down. Valisa atav aronimach, of dalet. You're going to come back with, and Aaron's going to be with you. You're not going to be down there. Aaron's not going to be down there. You're going to be up here with me. So I need you to reaffirm this to the Bnei Yisrael so that it's really drilled into their heads because you're not going to be down there to help them with it. Apparently, this was a big surprise to Moshe, and, and obviously a very pleasant one as well, that he would be up on the mountain with Hashem during Matan Torah, accepting the Torah for Bnei Israel as the representative of Bnei Israel and bringing it back down and teaching it to all of us. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com.
The email newsletter will give you updates for AMM Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the AMM Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of AMM Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkofahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.